Welcome to a fresh new episode of the Breakfast Pizza Podcast. I'm JR, joined as always with Lucas. Yep, another another week. Another week. Wild I, week. I am a little bit more excited this week than I was last week. I was having a rough time last week. Yeah, you were. I was, I was down. You were down. I played basketball on Monday night last week. I couldn't make a shot. <laughs> Blame that on the Cowboys, are you? Well, I mean, I'd like to. I'm not very good at basketball, <laughs> but I'd like to. I'd like to blame the Cowboys a little bit. I did go last night. Made a couple threes, clutch three to win a game. A little better. A little better. Um, still, I mean, it's as good. I had some good screens. <laughs> Good screens. <laughs> You're not running through uh, my screens. It's, yeah. Um, I was a little sore today. Yeah. Because there was 11, and I was about to take my game break, and then dude just changed his shoes and leaves again, and then there's only 10 of us, so it was two hours of full-court basketball. Yeah, that makes me sore. LeBron James hasn't done that in years. That's true. All right. Uh, house cleaning. Make sure you go like the Facebook page, yeah. Twitter, the We're getting Grand. better at Twitter. We're getting, We're getting better. better. Lucas is doing a lot on Twitter. I By a lot. I mean, we're up to, I mean, two or three posts a weekend now. I know. like, <laughs> But he throws some heaters out there. Like, there's a nice A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones tweet. Yeah, good Lord. Yeah, I was one of those people that hated A.J. Dillon. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll get into fantasy. I had, I had it was an adventurous... A really, I mean, it was a really w- rough week. I had an adventurous fantasy weekend that turned out really well. But mm. we'll get there. Uh, we're only going to do three total toppings this week because yeah, we, we have something planned. That's right. And we're going to get there. But we're going to start off with our toppings. And our first topping is we finally have a WVU sport on TV. That we can watch. And get excited about. Yeah. And have hope. WV basketball back on TV. Yeah. Let's go. That's right. With the sport we're good at. Yeah. Because it ain't football. <laughs> no, no, it ain't. We can all quit watching football now because we don't have to. Because it's not the only thing on. Well, I mean, our basketball team forces more turnovers than points our football <laughs> team can score. <laughs> that's that's How many both turnover- a How- compliment. To the basketball team and a horrendous insult to the football team altogether. But how many turnovers did we force against Pitt? I don't. It was in the twenties, I, I think, right? I think. I, I was like nineteen exactly. in the first half. I mean, that's not unheard of for for I West know, Virginia but basketball teams to do. It's impressive. It's yeah. a different style of play. It's fun to watch. It's got to be endlessly aggravating if you're not <laughs> West Virginia fans because we just hack the crap out of everybody yeah. and play with really high energy. And yeah. if all five players foul. Whoever they're guarding at the same time, they can only call it on one person. This is true. And that's not a bad strategy. I'm pretty sure that's what Huggins is telling. Well, I got a couple bench guys. They're only there to foul. Yeah. Send them in. That's they five can't fouls. Score. Um, yeah, but we beat Pitt pretty good. We're not ranked yet, though. We'll get there. I found that surprising. I figured we would have started too, off. I did, because we've kind of become a... Like a perennial oh, ranked team, at least yeah. like a like a twenty ish. The disrespect they have for Bob Huggins, That's right? Why he's not in the Hall of Fame? No reason. Well, you think McBride went away, and now the whole team's going to fall apart? Does that hurt? Yeah, we love oh, I'm sorry. You ever met this guy, Bob Huggins? Yeah, yeah. 
he pretty much puts a good team on the court. He wins almost every year. That's what he does. He wins. There was one year that there was, but most of the time, <laughs> most of the time, the dude's a good. winner. Dude's a winner. All right, all right. Speaking of winners, our second topping. Oh yeah. Hey, this lineman, the best can thing, hunt. the best thing I saw all weekend. It was Thursday night, Baltimore Ravens. If you didn't see it. Uh, you need to go find this video. Yeah, uh, sure Robert Hunt, by now, but. the I don't know lineman for the Dolphins. I don't know what position he I plays. I think he plays right guard, but I could be wrong about that. But uh, they threw a screen pass and Tua threw it to the lineman instead of the he, running back. He missed a Gaskin altogether. Which the line the lineman can't catch the ball. Right. That's against the rules. But he caught it. Nobody told Robert Hunt, and he's like, "I'm living out my dream." And he turned around. Athletic move. Yeah, he threw a juke in. He did. He goes, he's diving to the end. Yeah, extends the ball. Right. Kudos to the defensive back that came up to try to tackle him. Yeah, God bless that man. Uh, Yeah, he extended the ball. He landed on his head. He got up, and he was the happiest offensive lineman. Biggest smile I've ever seen on a football player. It was awesome. Yeah, just incredible. Now, you know, John Harbaugh. You could have just declined that penalty, I guess. Could he? I, and I let don't the touchdown know. stand? I think everyone would have been okay if the whole NFL, if the officials would have just said, we're going to let that stand. Yeah, that's We a know touchdown. what the rule book says. That's a touchdown. Yeah. I think everybody would have been okay with that. Yeah. I may, Maybe one of the best plays of the weekend. I think it was. It was. I could watch it a hundred times. It was absolutely electric. I was watching the game live and I saw it, and it got me out of my seat. Yeah, I was so I was hyped up about it. I was like, "Oh, he scored! He can't yeah. do that, but he scored!" I know. I was like, "Oh, he caught it! Oh, look at it go! Oh, look at that!" I was out of my mind. It was incredible. That was so much fun to watch. Almost, I would put that on par with the Mariota tip ball cop. Bringing him for a touchdown. Yeah. Like, it was like that. Yeah, it was. So, I think they should have let it stand. Um, but, you know, no fun league. Yeah, You can't even look at a sideline. Uh, you can't look at a quarterback oh, either. Gosh. Too many Christmas. The, the one on the Tannehill path was Yeah, the awful. one on Tannehill was pathetic. There's been a lot of pathetic ones. But the NFL doubled down on the marsh taunting. Oh, I didn't hear they this. They fined him. Dang, really? Like five thousand dollars for his comments about it, or for the penalty? Uh, for the for the taunting penalty. But the referee that did the hip check, nothing. They find him. They find. Well, you get fined for taunting. Okay, I didn't yeah. know that. How about that. Yeah, CD Lamb got fined for waving, waving at the Patriots game. He's also been fined like almost sixty thousand dollars for his socks not being high enough, not tucking in his jersey. Um, but you can break all the COVID protocols and only get fined twelve thousand dollars. So the fine system needs a lot of help in the NFL. Well, it just shows their priority is based on image and not practicality. Makes no sense. Um. All right. Our final topping before we get into some really fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Manning cast was back again. It returned. Um. A good weekend to have a Manning cast because the game was terrible. Agreed. Um. I actually. YouTube TV popped up mm-hmm. and it was Monday night football and yep. the game was on and there was a miss from Jimmy Garoppolo to an out route and Brian Greasy 
It's like, oh, Jimmy, he's got to get this ball out. That's wide open. He's got to make that throw. And I flipped it over to the Manning cast. Peyton Manning, Eli Manning's like, ooh, I got that pressure on him. And that corner was right there in pick six land. Good job not throwing that ball. I was like, that's the differences between Brian Greasy watching the game and the Mannings. Mm -hmm. So I found that interesting. Um, But it didn't stink. No, it did. They had they did a good job with the guests this week. Um, I saw most. I saw a good chunk of Draymond Green, who was entertaining. He did a pretty good job. I saw a pretty good chunk of Phil Mickelson, who I thought was very impressive. Mm-hmm. As in, he actually participated in the conversation intelligently. He was asking questions like, "What do you see here, Peyton? What would you be calling? What are you looking for, Eli? What you know?" He was actually asking good stuff. Um, Philip Rivers was the one. I love Philip Rivers. Uh, he did a good job. So. They did a good job with the people they brought in this week, um, which I know is going to be hit or miss. If you're yeah, gonna so keep they, going had, like, like, they had Mickelson, Al Michaels. They had Al Ma- Yeah, I forgot about Al Michaels. Um, so it was a good crew. Draymond Green was probably the lowest of all. And I think I agree. I've heard this before. If they know the person, it's always better. Yeah. So like Peyton knows Phil right. from the match. Right. Pay, or Phil was criticizing or critiquing Eli's golf swing. Yep, that was called it was cute. cute. Yeah. yeah, that's a cute swing. Yeah, uh, I'll say it's cute, <laughs> um, which was awesome. Um, but yeah, I, overall pretty good. Um, they could shorten the guess. Like, I I agree. I could do with more just Peyton and Eli. Yeah, because they. I mean, those guys are entertaining to listen to and watch as they watch yeah. the game. That's the only they have so. The guests are really the star of the show when they're on. The football game gets kind of lost in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to hear Peyton and Eli talk about the football game. Yeah, because like Peyton's trying to interview that. and ask questions. Right. While he's watch- and he honestly doesn't care. No. He's trying to watch the football game. Yeah. So I think they should let him do more of that. That would help it. But it's still fun. I do like the... Uh, third quarter critique of Peyton's halftime meal. Yep. I really do. Uh, uh, I was watching it. Olivia sitting next to me and they're showing him eating a salad, you know, and she goes, Oh my gosh, how big of a bite of, and Eli's <laughs> on there. Like how much lettuce can you get in your mouth there, Peyton? <laughs> <laughs> and Olivia's like, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So uh, it's fun. I, I think it's great. It is. Um, I really like it. All right. So those are our toppings. There we go. We had three of them. We got to make room. Yep. So last week was technically the halfway point of the NFL season. And we missed it. Yeah. Somehow the light never went off in our heads. Yeah. Not even the slightest. Yeah. So we're going to do our one week late <laughs> half season awards. That's right. So. And this one week matters because it jumbled things. I. <laughs> What's what? What's up? What's I know down? it made it worse last Who's week. A, a few weeks ago, we were talking about a lot of the top teams lost. We're right back there again. Yeah, I got four games right on my pick'em this week. <laughs> That's god awful. I don't know. How that you, is absolutely horrible. I didn't look at my. I got forty points. That is horrible. That I, is. I think my worst week until that was like eighty, and I got forty this week. Oof. Horrible. Which the Pittsburgh game. Screwed me up a little bit. Nobody got anything for that. Yeah, they didn't God. have Ty as an option. Yeah. They shouldn't have it as an option in the NFL either. 
going to rant about those overtime rules in a little bit. <laughs> Anybody who wants to hear that, stick around. I had 40 points as well. Holy cow, look at that. That is terrible. Um, Gee, many Christmas. I, did, I mean, I just missed on game after game after game after game. Yeah, we don't, I mean, we don't really talk about it, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, we did get four right, so good for us. <laughs> If you don't, we got eight right. There we there go. We go. Yeah. Breakfast pizza collectively, eight correct. Um, that's at least one slice. All right, so mid-season awards. Let's get started. Let's not get sidetracked. Okay. We're going to start from least interesting or most interesting? Well, we're going to start as from top to bottom on my list. Okay. So, okay. Um, offensive rookie of the year. I think we're in agreement here. We are. We are. It's... Jamar Chase, yeah, right? Yeah, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. He's having a phenomenal season. He is. He's good. He is. He's He is far exceeded expectations, I think. Now, I think towards the end of the season, there's two more names that'll creep up. Mac Jones and maybe Devontae Smith. Because he's coming on. Yeah. And he looks pretty good. I'd also say don't forget Najee Harris. Naj. Naj. Don't forget him. I, he's been really impressive. I love him. I don't think you can give him the award over yeah, Chase it, at this point. It's just the system he's in isn't going to really help him all too it's much. It's working against him. Yeah. I'll say that. All right. Uh, another one that I think we're in agreement on. Along Sadly. With the rest of the country. Sadly. I don't think. This is probably a 100 percenter. This is the easiest pick. Defensive here. rookie of the year. It's Micah Parsons. The lion's always hungry. But what? I don't know. That's what he said. Does on, he say that? Yeah. Oh, my God. He said it on Hard Knocks. He's a, a, he wanted to get back in the game. He's like, hey, the lion's always hungry. Get a life. Hush. What are you talking about? The lion's always... What does he think? He needs a catchphrase like he's Batman or something? Oh, it, if he Holy was on, cow. If he was on the Steelers and said that, you'd be all about it. I don't think I would. You would. The lion's always hungry? Yeah. That is the most cliche thing he's I've ever hunt, heard. man. That's stitched in some pillow somewhere. You know or, what? Here's the deal. Or printed on if the he, side of some gym wall. If he only played inside linebacker, he would be defensive rookie of the year for that. If he only played defensive end, he'd be the defensive rookie of the year for that too. He's very versatile. He's good. He's very ver- He is good. That's, that's, I don't think there's an argument really at this point for anybody else. No. This is the most clear cut one. I think if J.C. Horn didn't get hurt and he was able to continue play how he was, there could have been a little bit. Maybe. But, but it, Micah Parsons is pretty. Six sacks is a rookie's got a pretty good, good lead. especially when you're not a defensive end. Yeah. Um. All right. Offensive player of the year, a.k.a. Uh, non-quarterback MVP. Correct. I was struggling because the last couple weeks have, I kind of hate to give it to this guy because of the last two weeks, but uh, I'm going to say Derrick Henry. I know he's hurt. I know he's out. But up to this point, especially if you rewind a week and say if you go to the true midpoint of the year, uh, he led the league in rushing. Is he still leading it? Tied. Tied right now, and he's not played for two weeks. So, I think if the season ended today or last week. Right. Last week, I, the farther you get from it, obviously, the harder it gets. But I'm going to have to go Derrick Henry to still be leading the league or tied and not play for two weeks. That's insanely impressive. Yeah. He was rolling. Um, so I'm going to go Derrick Henry on that one. So I, if this was last week, also easier, I'm going Cooper Cup. 
who also very good pick statistically having one of the best receiving years, although did almost nothing until garbage time and almost made me lose my fantasy game. Um, <laughs> yeah, it turns out the Amari for Cooper cup and chase Edmonds trade was a good trade. Yeah, you did well. Um, yeah. So I got Cooper cup, uh, defensive player of the year. Uh, this one's also a little muddy. I don't think so. TJ Watt. It's TJ Watt, right? For what? You look confused. For what? It's TJ Watt or Miles Garrett, and I really want it to be TJ Watt. Well, statistically, I'd say Miles Garrett because he's leading the league in sacks. But not by much, right? TJ's right on his. What's it? He's going to be right on the injury reports, what he's going to be. Yeah, and he's missed time. And he's, he's, somebody just give me the numbers. How can I not? Well, he's far down the list. They put up the top five. He's probably tied with Micah Parsons. He, do you mean Christmas? He is not. He's second. He's got 12 and a half. Miles Garrett has 13. He's a half sack behind Miles Garrett and has not played as much as Miles Garrett. He's missed like two games essentially at this yeah. point. Because he's missed well, a half you, of two games. Let me tell game. you who the real one is. No, I just said it. No. The real one. Trey Fawn Diggs. No, that's not true. It is. It's not. He's leading the lead. He has eight interceptions. That's wildly impressive. You know who the leading interception getter was last year? No. I don't don't remember. They had six. Okay. He has more than that. He's on pace to break the single season interception record. He is. Guess what? Sacks are cool. Interceptions give the ball back to your offense. They're a bigger deal than sacks. I agree. That's why TJ Watt has 12 and a half of them. I, right at this point, it's Trayvon Diggs. And people will say, oh, he's a hot or cold player. He's he, really not. He, he, he is, is most not. certainly a hot or cold. He's certainly a risk-reward guy. Like, hot or cold, <clears throat> it's not like he has bad games altogether, usually. To this point, he has bad moments. Everyone has bad moments. But his are pretty bad. Like, he's got Daniel Sorensen-type lapses. Jamal Adams-type downside. Like, it is oh it is bad gosh. when it's bad. He, really screwed, he blows coverages sometimes. Like, he, he completely misplays stuff. Anyways, he is the defensive player of the year. If TJ Watt's not the guy now, he will be by the end of the year. I don't think so. 12 and a half sacks. Whatever. Guess what? They won't give it to him even if he does have it. I know. They didn't last year. They won't you do it again this year. You know why? Because they're going to give it to biased. Trayvon Diggs. They're biased. That's why. Because Trayvon Diggs is going to end up with like Aaron 14 Donald's interceptions. Aaron than T.J. Watt. That's why they gave it to him last year. Did you see Vaughn Miller get pancaked by George Yeah. <laughs> I love that. He just abused him for five yards and then planted they him in the, the ground. They made the biggest trades like. The biggest trade to get Vaughn Miller. Yeah. Then they go and they get OBJ. And it's like Los Angeles, the Rams. Both sides of their team got worse. Completely just imploded last Um, night. All right. And I don't I don't want that to happen. Let's go coach of the year. Coach Coach of the year. Uh, I think this one's easy. Really? It's really muddy. Well, so I don't know. Like there's a few that you could go with. I don't know, if it was assistant coach of the year, which that probably is an award, yeah. that one's clearly Dan Quinn. 
He's done a really good job. Because the contrast in that defense from last year to this year is. <laughs> yeah. It, it's not the same. Yeah. He's done an excellent job. He really has. But I don't think Mike McCarthy can be the coach of the year. No, he cannot. Although he did. Well, we'll talk about that later. Um, I think based off the injuries that they've gone through and whatnot, I think it's Mike Frabel. That's a good pick. And I love Mike Frabel. I do too. I really like Mike Vrabel. Um, I I struggle with this one. Mike Vrabel is a good pick. Uh, who's the Chargers coach? I can't remember. Brandon Staley. Uh, he's done a good job. Chargers have been much improved, mm-hmm. but they're kind of. It's like, much like some of my other picks have faded, of recent weeks. Yeah. Um, I at this point I I think I might. Go Cliff Kingsbury. Um, everybody else is kind of all over him. No, I don't like Kingsbury very much. I'm not a big fan. I still yeah. am not sold on the Cardinals. Yeah. But they have exceeded expectations to this point by a lot for me. Um, they stomped San Francisco with none of their starters. Um, yeah, which it's so hard. To, like, which is that San Francisco or Arizona? I don't know, but I don't think you do that without some sort of was, decent coaching. Like, the Rams stayed. I know San last Francisco night San Francisco good? the first drive, San Francisco's first drive, they pick off Stafford, they're on their own seven, and San Francisco proceeds to go on an eleven minute, eighteen play, just just walked their way down the field. Yeah. They bullied the Rams for eleven minutes the whole first quarter. It was very impressive. Very impressive. I don't, mm, yeah. And they could pretty much did that. All right, so who's your pick? Cliff Kingsbury. Okay. Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. Sorry. I went on a huge yeah. drive there. It's okay. Kingsbury. <laughs> All right. Coach of the, or sorry, just a coach yeah, of the year. There we go. Um, MVP, the most valuable player. This is really hard too. <laughs> it is hard because it changes all the time. Yeah. This is. <laughs> all right. Despite what has happened the last two weeks, I'm going to give it to Matt Stafford. The last two weeks have been very ugly for Matt Stafford. However, he's been very, very good up until that point. He was most people's front runners, which I kind of, I hate to agree with ESPN. I really do. But. I mean, it was there, there was only one person on ESPN that was saying he was the front runner. Maybe. Orlovsky. That's true. He was the only person. But anyway, and I don't hate to agree with him as much, but. But uh, I think you got to give it to Matt Stafford. The difference in the Rams has been huge. And it's clearly not because of Von Miller, Odell Beckham, or, you know, all of that. Stafford comes in. Rams are a different team. He's played really, really well for most of the year. Matt Stafford, midseason MVP. There we go. Well, I think if you would if we would have done this last week, my answer would have been a resounding Lamar Jackson. But uh, Miami played zero blitz. <laughs> On every snap, saying, hey, throw it. And they couldn't. I know. That's my problem with him. So I just, I don't feel good about that. But there's one player that I just feel good about all the time. All right. I'm I'm buckling in here. Feel good about it. Lay it on me. Just such a good leader. You're talking about Matt Stafford. Dakota Prescott. 
Wow. That's the most garbage take you've ever had on this podcast. That is not. That is the most garbage take. It is absolutely Dak not. Prescott? Dak Prescott. You think he's the MVP? Sure. He's the most valuable player. Why not? Why not? Yeah. He has played well. The Cowboys have played well. He is not the most valuable guy on the team. It doesn't matter. That's not what this award is. He's not the most valuable quarterback to his team. Are you telling me that he matters more to his team than Stafford does, than Rodgers does, than Jackson does, than stinking Josh Allen, who I don't think has been good this year, or Tom Brady? This award is. He is not. He is not more valuable than any of those guys. There's like a list of six or seven dudes that win that award before Stafford or before Dak does. I'm just saying right now, if it ended today, absolutely not. If for anybody who is listening and who wants to tell us how stupid we are, this would be a fantastic opportunity. Let me tell you what to chime in and say Dak Prescott is not close. He is close. The Vegas odds have him close. I don't care what Vegas says. I know you don't. I'm just saying he's up there. They love the Cowboys. He's in the. That's right. They do. You should too. No. You and he and here's the the whole Aaron Rodgers thing. He's not getting any votes this year. Not after that whole immunization. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think out. he's really earned it. He hasn't played spectacularly. I'm just saying I still think he's ahead of Dak. I don't know. Huh? We'll see. Actually, it, it no doesn't way. matter because it's half-season awards yeah. from the Breakfast Pizza podcast, so it doesn't really <laughs> matter at all. But, you know, in my opinion, MVP, Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. And since we're talking about Dak Prescott, last week, they stunk. <laughs> Top to bottom. Yeah, Cooper Rush was better. And I talked about... Like we've seen the last few weeks, any player coming off a calf injury, the first game back, they do struggle. But he didn't practice, so maybe it was a little rusty. They were a little overconfident, whatever it was. Um, Mike McCarthy found the solution. He gave everybody on the team some anti-monkey butt powder. <laughs> Guess he thought that after that game they had some chafing or something. And they needed some help. <laughs> Turns out it worked because they blew the absolute doors off of Atlanta. They did. And not a massive deal because it's Atlanta. <laughs> and I get that. Right? Yeah. But Atlanta was hot coming into the game. They had won three straight games. The offense was playing good. Even without Calvin Ridley, they were still playing well. Right, Kyle Pitts has been playing really well. He did absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, the defense. So here's my take on the entire Cowboys defense: is when the offense starts rolling, you know you have to start catching up and pushing, mm-hmm. and you can't. At that point, that defense just becomes sort of suffocating. They're not amazing, right? But if- but I mean, like, it's the pressure that builds from the entire. If you can make a team one dimensional, it helps any defense. Right, right. And the but Cowboys like, are are talented defensively. Right. So I mean, Atlanta couldn't do anything. 
Yeah, no, they couldn't. I mean, three points is nothing. And that came on the first drive they had. Yeah. I mean, the Cowboys had three interceptions. Diggs had one, Brown had one, and Jordan Lewis had one, I think. I mean, again, I was I was very impressed. They looked they just looked great. It's good to see him not getting run over by an opponent they should beat. Yeah, I mean, they blowing the doors off is being generous. Yeah, they did. They completely ran up. That was never. I did like they went up 28 three and the Falcons yeah. tweeted. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, know. We know. <laughs> uh, but it was only 28 three for like a minute. And then they blocked the punt for the touchdown. And yeah, it was all like. It was a but three it was the, phase. Game it was the same stomping. thing that we saw against Carolina, where like yeah. there was this stretch of the game where it was just an onslaught, and there was a, you just yeah. What do you do? The Cowboys are very uh, is words overused, but like they're really explosive, offense and defense. Yeah, like defense. Trayvon Diggs, they get turnovers frequently. Um, they score more frequently than most defenses. Uh, the offense is really explosive, so they are like on a hair trigger, and they can can turn like twenty one points really, really quickly on you. Yeah, and um, like they got pressure on Matt Ryan without Randy Gregory. They still don't have Demarcus Lawrence, who I think could be coming back next week, which will be big because he's still a very good player. He is so. Um, I'm excited. I was pumped. I couldn't wait. Like, I started Dak. I had CD started on my lineup. CD is very, very good. He's he is good, especially with the ball in his hands. Yeah, he's good. They got Gallup back. He made a big catch on the sideline. I didn't see it, but I did see that he was back. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I was pumped. I didn't get to watch all of it because uh, Fox and our local network instead showed the worst football game <laughs> of the weekend that we'll talk about next. But do you uh, have anything else to say about the Cowboys? No. No. What do you want? Do you want me to try to run them down more? No, you I want, want you to give them the praise them? they deserve. They played. They beat the Falcons handily. They they should have blown them out, and they certainly did. They dropped a forty burger on them. Yeah, they did. They they did more. Like thirty would have been a huge blowout. Like they really, 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 really ran away with the game. They're so not close. They played well. So and I get the whole thing that like there's certain teams that aren't as good as other teams, but at the same time, Matt Ryan's a good quarterback. He is. Kyle Pitts is very explosive. Yeah, the Falcons are not good, though. They're not bad. But, but, I mean, if Pittsburgh blew the Falcons out like that, I would be really hyped about it. I'd be really excited about it. I think they're better than the Broncos. The Falcons? Yeah. They're in the same tier. I think saying one's better than the other is kind of split. That's what the Cowboys should have done to the Broncos. Something more like it, yeah. The Cowboys should have done to the Broncos what the Broncos did to the Cowboys. Anyways, that's what let's happen. talk about the game that they aired on our local Fox channel instead of the Cowboys that's and Falcons. That's because we are in Steeler country. 
Lucas. Now that game was butt ugly. <laughs> All right. That game was. This is my entire. Going to get it all out. It was raining. Yeah. It was a mess. It felt like a game Pittsburgh should win. Because it was rainy and it was sloppy and there was a lot of punting happening because the ball wasn't getting moved. So the ball wasn't getting moved because it was raining. Mason Rudolph was starting the quarterback. Do you see now why we really like a Big Ben? They threw the ball 50 times. Oh, I'm aware. I don't know why. I have absolutely no explanation for that whatsoever. I can't figure that out at all. I don't have any idea why we were calling the plays we were calling. I have no clue. Did anyone stop and think for a minute about what was going on? We don't need to throw the ball 50 times. I don't care who's quarterback. We definitely don't need to do it when Dent Head Rudolph is in there. We need to run the ball. We are... It is. It's not easy to catch a ball in the rain. It's not as easy to throw it. That guy's not good at throwing it anyway. Stop throwing the thing. Run the. This is only sort of funny. It's aggravating. Run the ball. Every. It's third. so simple. We say it every week. Just run the ball. And they don't. <laughs> Uh, every third and five, it was just chuck it down the sideline. <laughs> I just cannot. Mason Rudolph missed Deontay Johnson on a three-yard slant route in the fourth <laughs> quarter. There was no one close to him, and he threw a rocket for no reason All right. completely over his head. So here's the deal. You can say the Steelers should have won that game, but in yeah. all reality. Also, the Lions should have won that game. The Lions had the ball. With a chance to kick a very makeable field goal for a professional kicker. With a person who has maybe the best facial hair in the NFL. Uh, DeSantos, was that the kicker's name? No, it was, uh, I don't honestly remember the kicker's name. It was of Hispanic descent. I thought it was DeSantos. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. I don't know what that kick was. That was the worst kick I have so yeah, I had, it looked like I tweeted this is the worst kick I've ever seen. And yeah. some dude tried to clap back at me and say, Oh, people forget how hard it is to kick in Pittsburgh. I'm like, it's not that hard. Have you seen Chris Boswell do it? Um Chris Boswell's pretty good at it. Yeah. It never got it hardly ever got as high as the crossbar. It, it barely at, at peak height, it would have Barely cleared the crossbar. It was 20 yards short. Yeah, it was awful. Like, it, it was, was the, the worst commentators, kick. Even the commentators went, did somebody Ooh. get a hand on that? <laughs> like, and they watched the replay and they're like, no, he just hit it bad. Like, yeah, hitting it bad is an understatement. Like, but he didn't hit the ground first either. Like, yeah, what it happened? was just awful. I was watching the game and I'm, 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 I'm glued. I'm like, come on, shank it, shank it, shank it, shank it. He kicks it. I immediately went, yeah. And then the ball just like fluttered for another five seconds and then hit the ground. And they're like, it's no good. And I'm like, y'all didn't know that. Why Why <laughs> did it take you that it? long to figure that out? Of I course saw, it was no I good. I saw it come out with, what was that? <laughs> yeah. oh. I, I felt like uh, Marshawn Lynch on the Manning oh, cast. Just, oh, what the heck? Moose. Moose. 
He got a couple U's taken away. No, he didn't. We still love him. He did have a really bad drop that really hurt. And a really bad fumble. He did. Also, the game was over anyway. He wasn't going to be able to get out of bounds. There were two defenders waiting for him in they the flat. Timeout. Nope. No, we didn't. There was eight seconds left or seven seconds. No timeouts. We had used it previously. There were no timeouts. I thought they said nope. one. Nope. We had one at the beginning of the drive. We used it with like 20-something left. Um, no, that was the Lions that used theirs. Mm-hmm. We didn't have any timeouts. I'm telling you. Mm. No timeouts. Horrible play call. Or, or maybe I, I see the idea behind the play call. You're right on the edge of field goal range. You have to get out of bounds. Throw it in the flat. Get two, three yards. Get out of bounds. Get all the help you can for Boswell. It is sloppy. It's rainy. It's not good conditions. However, if you're Rudolph and you look out there and you see there's two defenders in the flat, you do not throw the ball to him. You throw it out of bounds and you kick it from where you are. You, even if he doesn't fumble, he doesn't make it out of bounds. Game's over. Terrible. So I did one. Terrible. I forgot to mention this earlier. My mom wanted me to mention to you mm. that the Steelers tied with the winless Lions. We, I know. She wanted me to make sure that you knew. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're aware? Miserable um, football game. So here's the deal. A couple things. Uh, we will know there will not be an 0-17 team this year. That's right. We um, might have an 0-16-1 team. But there will not be an 0-17. Not 0-17. Um, also, I think this opens the door for the uh, Steelers to have a non-losing season. <laughs> yeah, I did uh, contemplate on Monday morning with Josiah, our other friend, who, you know, the three of us have the lunch bet thing. Yep. It's like, so what happens if 8-8-1? Eight, eight and one? What's <laughs> What happened? That's very possible. I don't want that to happen. I want 10 wins or better. <sighs> I, I want it. I want I want my team to win every game, okay? I want my team to win every game. Realistically, 8-8-1 eight, eight, and one is very possible. It's very much in the cards. I, I mean... Ugh. Very much in the cards. I don't want to watch Georgia and Alabama play two times in like a four-week span, but guess what? That's yeah, what we're going to get. probably going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Yep. Um, but Pittsburgh just needs to run the ball more. I know yeah. the passing game hurts. I, I, I know you have to throw it. I know that NFL teams are getting more and more and more and more and more pass happy. I know. I get it. But we have to run the ball. We absolutely have to run the ball if we want to win. I mean, Najee had I, over 100 yards, but... They threw the ball 50 they times. They threw the ball 50 times. They should not do that. I know it was overtime, so you got an extra possession there, whatever. I don't care. If it's that rainy, that sloppy, that messy, and you're playing the Lions with your backup quarterback, run the ball some more. Yeah, it it should be. The Lions stink. Yes, they do. They're horrible. And I don't want them to stink, because I really like Dan Campbell. I love Dan But they stink. People, in a couple years, I think he's going to have that thing turned around. I do, too. I still believe in him. Oh, but, yeah. Oh, Jared Goff is... Is horrible. The worst, the worst take from any commentator this weekend was actually Peyton Manning. When he's like, I'm a fan of Jared Goff. Jared Goff's 
good football player. You know, Stafford, Phil Mickelson asked a question about Matthew Stafford being successful and the difference between him and golf. And Peyton's like, you know, I, I like Jared Goff. He's got it. I like his game. He's like, but Stafford just makes throws that not other quarterbacks can make. And he's got some leadership intangibles that, that kind of, you know, give, give McVay some more options, you know? And I was like, well, you did a good job of not trashing Jared Goff, but Jared Goff is bad. Yeah. What was that? I saw Matt Gofford is a new <laughs> name for Matt Stafford. Um, all right. I think we're done talking about the Steelers. Yeah. Just run the I, I will say they got a rough. So both of our teams have a rough stretch coming up. Mine, my team is only three weeks. They have the Chiefs, Raiders, and Saints. Yeah. Not ridiculously difficult, but I think they should win all three of those games. Um, but the Steelers have a rough stretch till the end of the season. Chargers, Bengals, Ravens. Dang, Chargers, Vikings. Okay, Vikings, small reprieve, maybe. Titans, but not really. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is Chiefs. Yeah, we. this is going to be uh, tough sledding from here on out, fellas. Got a uh, got a tough schedule. Oh, but Browns. Yeah, a lot of AFC North games left. AFC North is good. So, Didn't look good this week, though. Well, the Browns, yeah. Yeah, what the heck was that? Uh, Ravens lose sorry, ugly. So Browns the NFC lose East ugly. looked good this week. Which is how you know everything's upside down. <laughs> I mean, the Cowboys blew the door off the Falcons. We've already mentioned it, but I had to mention it again. Um, Taylor Heineke leads an 11-minute drive yeah. to a walk-in touchdown yeah. to beat Tampa. Yeah. Just walked it down our throat. Eleven. I mean, an 11-minute drive is serious. How many was it? 18 plays? I, I don't know. That's what the San Francisco drive was. It was 18 plays, 11 minutes. I, I don't know what the Washington one was. It was close to that. Yeah, just, that's demoralizing. It is. To just watch this team just three yards, six yards, eight yards, two yards, three yards, six yards, just march steadily right down the field. Yeah. Um, and then the Eagles beat the Broncos. So the Eagles are back into the thick of the playoff race. That's amazing, isn't it? They had the Saints. They have um, Washington twice. They have the Giants. Um, they had another easy game in there, too. Like A little soft on the schedule. It's not unreasonable. And Jalen Hurts is playing better. He has the last couple weeks. He's played better. It's not all been garbage time production. Right, right. So, like, <laughs> I think he's actually improving. Devonta and I like, Smith his, has been I like his demeanor. Yeah. Devonta Smith has been pretty good, actually. Yeah, not He's a been bust. better than I thought I was going to. I didn't have a lot of faith in him. Although, Nick Sirianni is still... My opinion of him has not changed. Yeah. He might be <laughs> the smartest doofus. <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah. He's either the dumbest smart so, person or the smartest dumb person I've ever fantasy seen. Fantasy this week. Yeah. So I got into a little bit of a predicament Saturday. Right? Nick Chubb ruled out. Mm-hmm. Edmonds out. 
<laughs> my options on my bench for running back were Rashad Penny. <laughs> and that's not the first name uh, Trey Sermon. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's terrible. So I made a trade to get new running back. I knew Kamara was out for the Saints. So I traded Cole Beasley for Mark Ingram. Great trade. Nailed it. Yep. Um, which helped me out a lot. Uh, Aaron Jones getting injured and not finishing the game and picking up maybe one of those two touchdowns kind of hurt. <laughs> um, but CD Lamb had a good week. Godwin, decent week. Pittman, good. Uh, I had tight end production was bad. I started Schultz because I thought he, he was, was going to have a good kinda, game. Yeah. Um, I didn't start Hawkinson because tight ends typically don't have a big game against the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't start him, which he did nothing. He literally, I did start him because he was my only option in one of my leagues. Literally nothing. I had Goddard I mean, on my bench. 0.0. I could have started him. That's the only improvement to my lineup I could have made. Yeah. And it would have gained me like 1.8 points. Yeah, Goddard didn't really do anything either. Uh, but I did start Dak. Um, just a good play. Yeah. I, it was a good week for me, but that trade. And basically, um, I took your advice of fading Cole Beasley. There you go. Because Knox was coming back. There you go. And made that trade with that confidence. And it worked out. It did work out. Knox didn't do a thing because I started him in one. <laughs> I started Hawkinson in one league and Knox in the other. And well, boy, they didn't show up. But, and I started Cole Beasley in one of my leagues because I was in a tight spot this week. So I had Hunter Renfro in too. He's pretty much good for one touchdown, a couple <laughs> like third down catches. Like, He's not going to kill your league, kill your team, but, um, yeah. So, uh, my fancy advice is like, who, who knows? <laughs> Honestly, it's yeah. just a, it's crapshoot. It, it is a lot of weeks. <laughs> it, it feels like it more and more every week. We have no idea. We don't even know what teams could. I think. Yeah, I I can't speak to a lot of players because, you know, you really don't follow. I don't follow every player. I know a lot about the guys on my teams. Yeah. But I don't follow every player. Uh, I feel like Stephon Diggs and Justin Jefferson might both have a little bit of a late season resurgence here. They've been a little underwhelming. They've been bad. A little underwhelming all year. I think both of those guys might have a little bit. It started this week. They both had good weeks. Um, but... Uh, which helped me out. I uh, I pulled off a real close win in uh, my ESPN league, seventy-one to sixty-nine point five. Mm. The toilet bowl. I mean, horrible weeks for both of us. Yeah, horrible. I needed. I was down by one point one points. Would have got a tie on Monday night, and I had Brandon Ayuk left. I was worried. He ended up getting just enough. <laughs> And I won by half a point. Yeah, I needed like... Uh, he, he got 2.6. I think I needed 10 points from Cooper Cup on mm. Monday night. Thank goodness for garbage time. Yeah. Uh, what did he end up with? Did he just sneak that uh, out? Yeah, it was it was close. I, yeah. It was like 124. One th- or No, he ended up getting a lot more because he had a couple of big catches. Um, 
but I think I ended up like 133 to 128. It's pretty close still. 125. Yeah, it was yeah. close. Yeah. Like the guy I played against would have beaten anybody else. Yeah, that's how it always works, ain't it? And I'm like, I, I hate being on the end of that. Like, I could have played anyone else and won this week. And it was like, it was a week that if he would have won, it would have put a three-way tie at the top mm. between him and the guy that was in first would have, like, it would have been a three-way tie. Instead, I took the lead. <laughs> I'm in first place. Most points, first place, best record, whole Kit and caboodle. Nice. Yeah. I'm not in first. I'm hanging around in both leagues. Well, I'm I'm somewhere between three and five in both leagues. My advice is, and I'm going to take this strictly from the Cowboys perspective, because this is what I expect for the Cowboys. Um, I would not depend highly upon Dak or any receivers next week against the Chiefs. If they win this game, it's going to be Dak has 25 attempts. Really? Type of game. And they're going to stuff it down Kansas City's throat. Hmm. So I'd expect Pollard and Zeke to have big weeks. I could see that being the game plan. But if the game plan doesn't go accordingly, I mean, they're going to shoot out. They're going to play two safety. Oh, they are. But, I mean, Kansas City for the first time, showed that they might be able to play against Well, that's because the Raiders played cover three, and they just let these deep balls. Like, well, not to start the game. That kind of happened as it went on. They were doing a good job of keeping them short for a while. Then it fell apart. Yeah. That was more on the Raiders' defense than it was the Kansas City Maybe offense. So. Maybe so. Um, I. That's how I would look at it. Um, I think Randy Gregory's still out, so. I don't know how much pressure they're going to get. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. anyways, that would be my, as far as fancy advice, uh, Schultz probably a good start because I figure he'll get a bulk of the targets in the passing game. Mm-hmm. But I think it's probably going to be a lot of running the ball. They're probably going to really try to attack Anthony Hitchens. Good game plan. Good game guess. plan. I'm not a coach. I'm not the boy wonder Kellen Moore, but that's what I would do. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I think that's that's a good play. And the Steelers play the Chargers. We do. And if I was the offensive coordinator there and I had watched any tape whatsoever <laughs> on the Chargers, I would direct snap the ball to Naj 100 times. I was going to say. 50, 60 times, however many times necessary. Till the how many snaps out. you get? Yeah. That's how many times I would do it. I wouldn't even put a quarterback out there. <laughs> Why? Who cares? Don't need one. Just run the ball, man. Run the ball. There any, Hopefully any... they will. Maybe they will. We'll see. They haven't this far. Um, my fantasy, uh, I don't know about advice, but it doesn't appear that Adrian Peterson is going to be as big a part of Tennessee's offense as we thought. Uh, I jumped on that train. I thought, oh, they're going to fill the spot. Um, yeah, Deontay, who's that guy that was in there? Uh, Deontay Foreman, I think is how you say uh, his name. Oh, from Texas. Texas guy, yeah. He seems to be the guy taking most of the carries. Not been super successful, but I don't think Tennessee's going to abandon the run game 
Um, yeah, I saw a number seven with dreads so, and had no idea who yeah, it was. Yeah, I know, same. I was really confused. And I couldn't read the nameplate because the dreads were in the way. Yeah, I, I was lost a little bit too. But if you waiver wire targets, he's on there. A lot of people picked up Peterson. Not a lot of people picked up Foreman. Peterson's a bigger name. He was kind of touted as a guy who was supposed to come in and pick up the carries. Hasn't done it. Probably get rid of him. Um, man, other than that, I don't know. There's the Patriots running back, Stevenson, Steph. Uh, yeah. He blew up this week. It really feels like a blip on the radar to me. Um, Damian so, Harris was out. So I, dang, that was loud. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I don't know that I would cut anybody you care much about to pick him up. So Carson should be coming back for Seattle. Should be, but they're not sure. I'm really not sold that he is. I'm stashing him and I have him both leagues. Yeah. I'm not confident. Um, I'm really scared that they're going to not play him this week and then next week come out and say, nah, he's done for the year. I'm genuinely concerned about that. I don't trust any Seattle running back anyways. I don't either. Ever. But I got him. I, I, I picked up Rashad back. Penny on a prayer that he might get some snaps while Carson's out. Alex Collins had a couple good weeks. Yeah, he has. He, he's done pretty well, uh, which I don't like because I have Chris Carson. I want yeah. whoever fills in for him to suck so that they give Carson all the carries when he comes back. Well, Hopefully Edward Solaire is coming back for any owners out there who got Edward Solaire. Uh, Andy Reid says it's likely, or he said something like that, a pretty good chance. Anyway, he seems positive. Um, like Lair might be coming back. Uh, Zach Ertz is coming back, I think. Um, He's been back. He played this week. Did he? I didn't think he played this yeah. week. He was like one of their only starting receivers to play. Uh, anyway, I'm all right, miss that all together. Well, let's. Uh, oh, I, we didn't do this in the toppings because we only had three toppings. I don't believe this is far fetched. New England might be the best team in the AFC. No, what are you talking about? Yep. Just watch. Wait. Are you kidding me? I am not. Their defense That's is ridiculous. Really good. I'm not saying they're not good. I believe now. After this week, we said last week if they beat the Browns, I think that's telling. Mac they Jones is them. pretty darn good. Mac Jones is playing good. Their defense is playing good. They seem to run the ball pretty well. Yeah. I, they're a pretty complete team. They look pretty good. Best team in the AFC? Absolutely not yet. The Buffalo Bills are still in the AFC. Okay. They need to be dethroned first. I believe that's going to happen. All right. Let's do some picks. Here we get go. Your, you got your pick them out? All right. Give me just a second here. Get the, get the pick them out. By the way, we're putting ourselves at a real deficit here. Yeah, y'all, making these y'all picks can just on Tuesday. Y'all can just mooch off of us and making the picks on Tuesday. Boy, did it not work out this week, <laughs> yeah. too. Jiminy I Christmas. hope you guys are listening to us. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope you are, too, because then we got Actually, you know what? If they just faded us. Yeah, which is what we told them to do. We told them to fade us. So we you're were welcome. Right. We were right. We're here to help you. Give me the pick them, Dagnabbit. All right. Patriots and the Falcons. I want Atlanta to win. I believe I New England will win this. But I don't think they're going to win. I think New England's going to win. 
New England is doing, does this not feel like the same? I'm not saying this is Tom Brady, New England. Uh, it feels like it, dude. But is this not the same crap we saw for so many years with Tom it's, Brady? It's so stinking annoying. Just like, oh, the Patriots are in. Eh, we're not really oh, sure. They like They seem to be okay. They, they, start, okay. they started slow. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wow, their defense is playing way better. Oh, wow, their offense has got some rhythm. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so many times, so many years. It's nauseating. To I think do about. not want it to happen again. I want them to lose this game. Uh, the Tom Brady man in the arena thing streams tonight on ESPN plus mm. the last dance documentary while he's still actually playing. Yeah. While he's still playing feels a little, feels like a Tom Brady move to me. <laughs> Hater. All right. Yeah. Um, uh, Colts and bills. This one's tough. It is. Because the Colts are playing. They're a little hot. Jonathan Taylor's taking over. Like, the Bills look good against the Jets. But it was the Jets. I'm on Colts. I I think I want to go Bills here. But it would not surprise me if they lose. Because I want Carson Wentz to play better. So that Dan Orlovsky has to go on ESPN and start defending Carson Wentz again. And then they're going to pull up that left-handed interception. (laughs) Uh, All right. Uh, the Ravens and the Bears. Should be the Ravens. I think it's the Ravens on a bounce back. They've already lost their trap game to the Dolphins this week, right? I, yeah, sure. Like, they're not going to drop two to subpar opponents. All right. What would typically be the annual suck bowl? Yeah. The Lions and the Browns. And it might be again based on how the Browns played last week. So. Chubb probably will be back. Yeah. Um, which will help. Oh, that'll help a lot. Um, hopefully the defense doesn't play. Horrible. Yeah. I'm going with the Browns. Me too. But if the Lions win, I'm going to be sad and happy. I'll be happy. Well, I know you I'll will. be super happy. All right. The Texans and the Titans. Gosh, I, Texans stink, dude. They are so bad at football. That I say it, and then I got so many wrong last week. And I thought there were so many I'm obvious going with picks. The Texans. Are you? Because I don't blame you. The Titans should have lost to the Colt, the Saints. Yeah. They lost they won because of that stupid pass the roughing the roughing passer. The passer. So I'm going with the Texans. Maybe Tyrod Taylor coming back, gets a week under his belt, sparks. Could happen. I don't know. It's, it's a divisional game. It could happen. It really could. The Packers at the Vikings. Give me Minnesota. Man, I was going to do that. I'll take the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said it first. Man, I think the Vikings are good. I don't think the Vikings are good. I, I think don't think they're, they're the bad. Vi- I, I know. They're the same Vikings. They're the same. Is this a primetime game? No. Okay. Well, then I'm still. It's a one Vikings. o'clock. It's a one o'clock. Vikings. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Primetime Kirk is not not best Kirk. Uh, Dolphins at the Jets. Oh Lord, who? What in the heck? <laughs> I mean, really? Is Mike White playing? I know he played awful. I'm ready for a bounce I think, back. I think uh, they were chanting for Joe Flacco. <laughs> <laughs> you know how bad you have to be to have Joe Flacco chance? Really? Uh, also the Dolphins defense are they going to be able to do this this is two weeks in a row they have absolutely just eviscerated 
the opposing offense. They had three wins, dude. I know. The Jets have two. And one of those weeks was against the Texans. I know. These are both bad football teams. Taking the Jets. I, I'll take the Dolphins just to be contrarian. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. The Eagles and the Saints. Give me Philly. That's why I was, I'm taking yeah. Philly. Yeah, give me Philly. I think they're on a roll. You know, they planted the seeds and <laughs> the flowers are sprouting. They finally got a hold of that simple to understand offense. Which, by the way, uh, uh, just I can't. <laughs> All right. They're going to unlock potential. Panthers and the football team. Ron Rivera versus Cam Newton. I want the football team to win because I want the Panther. I want Cam Newton to lose. I want Ron Rivera to beat Cam Newton. I think it's going to be the Panthers because I think their defense is better. I think the Buccaneers defense sucks. It's not good. I, I mean, it's and it's not getting better. That's the scary part. At the beginning of the year, I wasn't worried. I was like, oh, they'll get it together. They should have it together by yeah, I don't now. Think and they they're don't. good. Plus, Chase Young towards ACL. That hurts a lot. So, I'm going to go with Carolina. Uh, San Francisco and Jacksonville. Which San Francisco team? That would be helpful to know ahead of time. I'm going with Urban Meyer. Are you? I don't think I was going to do that. <laughs> Why not? I'm in last place. I've got to be getting close. close I mean, the if, last couple weeks have been your brutal. Would, if your mom wouldn't forget about her picks, I'd be in last place. Yeah, it, it's brutal the last couple weeks. You taking the Niners? Yeah, I'm taking the Niners. Then we got the Bengals and the Raiders. I got the Bengals. I, the fan in me wants to take the Raiders, but the person who actually thinks through this I think that I just think the Raiders look like a beaten team. I I would kind of agree. They don't look motivated to play football. Yeah, all right, fine. I'll surrender. I take the Bengals too. Cowboys I hope they lose the, though. Cowboys and the Chiefs. Chiefs. The Chiefs are the favorite in here. Yeah, this is astonishing. This is this right here. The fact that the Cowboys are forty-seven percent picked, the Chiefs are fifty-three. I don't know what the Vegas odds are on this. It wouldn't surprise me if the Chiefs are fifty-fifty. Last time I checked. Ridiculous. There's no stupid. way. There's absolutely n- stupid. By the time this game starts, the Cowboys will be the underdog. Probably. That's what no. I'm saying. And that's stupid. That's absolutely stupid. Because the Who Chiefs defense has watched football stinks. this year and thinks the Chiefs are the favorite. Really? The Chiefs defense still it's stinks. Terrible. It hasn't gotten better. Stupid. Like I'm taking the Chiefs because I hate the Cowboys, but the Chiefs should they should have lost to the Packers without Aaron Rodgers. They should absolutely not be the favorite. Um, did you say you're taking the Cowboys? No, I said I'm taking the Chiefs because I hate the Cowboys. Oh, but the Cowboys should be the favorite. They should be up seventy percent. It should be like seventy thirty on here or something like that, and then they should be the favorite. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand how that. That makes no sense to me. I agree. Um, yeah, I don't. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, I, I have no idea. People are really in love with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. But they've stunk. I know. Um, it makes no sense. What's the next one? Uh, we got Seahawks and Cardinals. Uh, I'm taking the Seahawks. Me too. 
already had them selected. The Chargers. Cardinals. Chargers. No. Steelers. How are the Steelers 18% picked right now? Did you watch are them you kidding play? Me? Did, you, did you watch? Yeah, but the Chargers are 5-4. and four. We're 5-3-1. and one. Didn't the... some famous coach once say, you are what your record says you are? Didn't somebody say that? Yeah, and they tied the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Pittsburgh. Run the ball! Oh my God, that's the Sunday night game. Dang straight it is. Oh, gosh. People love the Steelers, too, okay? Oh, you know what the good Steelers news is? Steelers are a classic I believe brand. the Cowboys and Chiefs are on Fox, so you get to listen to Aikman call the Cowboys game. I, and it, then next weekend. He has the most uncomfortable face I've ever seen. His mouth is so big, and his teeth are, like, so white and stuff. It's, it's unnerving. I hate when they cut the booth shots and Troy Aikman's in the booth. Um. And then next Sunday, the Cowboys Raiders is at 4.30 on CBS. You'll get Romo calling the Cowboys game. Wow. It's a rough life being a Cowboys fan. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I had to go two weeks without watching my team. It was rough. It was rough. Um, All right. The Monday night game. Also, why? (laughs) The Giants and the Buccaneers. There's a legitimate chance the Buccaneers drop this. I'm picking the Giants. I'm not. They just beat the Raiders. They had a bye week. You know, I don't. I was trying to hype this up. As much as I, I as I, much as I want Tom Brady to keep yeah, losing, I can't. I don't think Tom Brady drops another game. How many? Total how how often does Tom Brady led team drop three in a row? I'm not sure there's often. a stat on I'm this. I'm sure somewhere. there's a stat, and I'm sure it's very, very, very rare. If ever. Yeah. Um, oh. That's miserable. Oh. The Monday night games were good there for a bit. And now there's... There just... were some really good ones. There were some really good ones. Some OT. It's turning into really bad games. Of course, there was really some OT yesterday games. in Pittsburgh that wasn't worth watching. There was a lot of blowouts, too. This was not, like, a really good football week. It really no. wasn't. I mean, the Vikings and the uh, Chargers, right? This past week? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a good game. Yep. Competitive, but Panthers-Cardinals wasn't close. Patriots-Browns wasn't close. Falcons-Cowboys wasn't close. Jets-Bills wasn't close. How, how come there's no conversation about how selfish it was for Cam Newton to take off his helmet? I'm and scream, back. I'm back. I hate that guy. On the road at someone else's stadium. And cost your team 15 yards. That's but why I'm picking the football no, team. No one's talking about it. No, like, oh, oh, it's just a, it, everybody's just playing the video like, he's back. Cam Newton's back. Is no one paying attention? This dude is so self-absorbed. Anyways. <laughs> uh, the meme, really hope. The meme of. You know they do the jersey swap when someone signs with a new team? Yeah. Someone posted a picture of Cam Newton in the Panthers jersey. Like, oh, this jersey swap was so clean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was uh, great. Well, I think we did it, Lucas. I think we did it. We did it. Big week. Mid-season awards. Yeah. Let us know if you guys, you know, somebody interact. Facebook, yeah, Instagram, we're Twitter, to- whatever. Let us know who your mid-season picks are. Yeah, we'll clip that video. Yeah, whenever whenever you see this, read this, throw it in the comments. Like, hey, I'm you gonna, got this wrong. Like, hey, I'm, I'm gonna on practice board. my video editing at like a twelve year old level. 
Maybe not. There's probably some 12 year olds that can edit videos way, way better than that. Yeah. But there's some um, worse. Man, at some point, I'm going to post out the original breakfast pizza logo I made. There we go. It was bad. <laughs> Got a, you know. It, I showed it to my sister in law who made the one we have now. Yeah. And she goes, oh, you can't. Don't. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> Um, I won't let you do that. You got a pretty good logo now, though. Yeah, it's pretty good. I like it. I look really tan. You look way stronger than I you really are. I look really buff yeah. for some reason. It's a good logo. It is. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, that'll do it for us this week. Yeah. I'm excited. Have some more stuff to talk about next week. Um, yeah. Pittsburgh's going to have a big win, statement win against the Chargers. Yeah, hopefully we don't have any Raiders threatening to kill people or actually killing people. Yeah, the Raiders need one of those, you know, like number of days since last accident signs. <laughs> oh, I did see one on the internet. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was still in the single digits when I saw it. It's probably, it is definitely still in the single digits. Uh, Gruden has sued the NFL, which, by the way, I think he has a legitimate case. Yeah, he does. I agree. <laughs> Should he have said what he said? No. Does he have a case? Yes. He does have a case. Yep. I mean. Yep. I, they did exactly. only release. I guarantee you there's some other ones in there. No doubt. No doubt. The one the one line in it that sold for me was the uh, cheerleaders pictures that Bruce Allen sent out. Are, is everyone naive enough to think that that was... I guarantee you Robert Kraft got some of those. You just you think John Gruden's the only one yeah. on the receiving end? I doubt that. Yeah. I doubt that. Very much. Yep. Doubt. There's Yep. I hope I hope that uh really as like Derek Carr said, it was like, you're gonna release some? Release them all. Yeah. Let's see them. Well then people turn on Derek Carr there. and it's like, oh we we'll see your emails. Yeah. Sorry. All right. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> Yeah, I really like Derek Carr, man. I do. I'm rooting for that guy. He did almost quit football to become a minister, I thought. Yeah, I'm rooting for that guy, man. He is. We'll have you in Pittsburgh, Derek, any day. Well, I I think that's a real I I, mean, I think it's a real it's possibility. It's not so far-fetched, is it? We'll take you in Pittsburgh, man. We'll take Maybe. you. Maybe. Man, you hear about Najee uh, in the film room stuff, just like they can't get him to go home. Like the coaches have kind of given up. That's just good to hear. It's good to hear that they're just like, can't get this guy to go home. He's just always working, always watching film. Oh, Michael Parsons, he thought, that, he thought that he wasn't working hard enough. So the next week, Dan Quinn's walking in early, and he heard something behind him turned around. It was Michael Parsons. We're going to have a rookie work off now hey lions always hungry lucas that's the a lions terrible catchphrase always hungry that is terrible how that's it's a great. terrible catchphrase it's great no it is not yes it is what part of that doesn't sound like some all right who i just i can see facebook pictures from 60 year old people posting that and that is the only thing going. It is just the most cliche. You know why cliches are cliches? Because they're overused <laughs> and shallow. <laughs> All right, that'll do it. 
Uh, Everybody have a great week. Yep. Uh, we'll be back next week. Talk about the Steelers lost, the Cowboys win. No, we won't. <laughs> that won't be why we're here. Nope. Stop shaking your head. That's not going to happen. Statement win. Statement win. You guys made plenty of a statement this week. We're going to beat a good football team this week. All right. Well, <laughs> have a great week. <laughs> yeah. See y'all. Uh,